Paradise Audio. Merry Christmas from the Roadhouse. On this episode, we talk about Baby Daddy, Adam Sandler, the fashion icon. Yeah. Wendy's French fries. They're so much better than McDonald's. And the Alexa Challenge, plus so much more. We will end it all with a feel-good moment. Please follow us on Facebook, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon, and TikTok, The Roadhouse Show. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! A lot of people traveled over the Christmas holiday and you're feeling a little jet laggy, right? Well, it's probably because of the nasty foods you were eating. It's hard to eat healthy during Christmas, I know. Well, they say the best foods to help cure jet lag, of course, are foods that we never eat. But here they are. Watermelon. The dry air on planes can make you feel dehydrated, which makes you feel groggy in turn. So, yeah, watermelon will cure that. Cucumbers. Also, the hydrating theme there, sour cherries. Oh, my gosh. I don't, I can't even. Like, my mouth is getting salivy. Salivy? Is that a word? Well, anyways, my mouth is watering. I don't think I could do that. Sour cherries contain melatonin, which can help control your sleep patterns. No idea. I had no idea. Maybe I could swallow a sour cherry whole. Hmm. Well, don't try that. Let me try that first in case you choke. Uh, nuts and seeds. Huh. Nuts and seeds are great sources of magnesium, which can help you sleep. Magnesium helps people fall asleep deeper and quicker. And that is so true. I take magnesium every night with a little melatonin pill. And seriously, like 20 to 30 minutes later, I am out. And finally, it says grapefruits. Grapefruits contain a lot of vitamin C. and It can help boost your sleep health. I need to bring some grapefruit back in my life, but you always got to put like sugar on top of it because it's not good. (laughs) Why can't like Doritos be on this list or or maybe like some steak? Steak and potatoes cures jet lag. (laughs) Sorry. Nope. Watermelon and cucumbers. I love to follow stories of the royal family, especially like The older ones, like the Tudor family. Tudors, you can watch that on Netflix. I love uh, Queen Mary. Mary, Queen of Scots. You know, there's there's all kinds of really cool movies out there that are are true. They come from true stories. And you can, like, look it up on Google and see what they really look like. Things like that. I love that. They were so different. Like, nobody acts like that anymore. When you follow royalty today... You can kind of relate to him a little bit, like Kate Middleton, the Duchess of Cambridge. This clip was posted online, showing off her piano skills to the public for the first time ever. She played For Those Who Can't Be Here. I don't know that song, but anyways, she played it. Why do you think she decided to do that? It kind of reminds me, because I grew up singing. Sang in a band a little bit. When I was younger, I sang in a like a dance singing group and we went around and performed everywhere but when I would go around my family my mom and dad would always be like hey why don't you sing Patsy Cline crazy or you know show them what you can do (laughs) so I'm kind of wondering if Kate Middleton's mom and dad were like that too or they like hey why don't you show everybody how you play the piano nobody's ever heard you and she's like come on mom come on dad I don't want to do it And they're like, come on, we've been telling everybody that you can play the piano, but nobody's ever heard you. And she's like, all right, I can relate, Kate. I can relate. 
Got to stay up to date on the dating trend deals, like the ghosting. We've, we're used to that term, ghosting, where you just quit talking to somebody and you're like, oh, I got ghosted. Wah, wah. And you swipe right on the next one. But now there's there's another one. It's called pocketing. Pocketing is when you keep your date to yourself. Like you don't tell your family about them. You don't introduce them to your friends, things like that. That's pocketing. Okay. And now there's hardballing. Hardballing is brand spanking new. And this is what it is. This is when you're completely upfront, clear about who you are. You tell them exactly what (laughs) they're getting. So hardballing, this is like when you tell the truth about yourself, even all the bad things, good and bad. Like, you know, I'm a clean person. I don't throw my clothes on the floor. I'm a hard worker and I love what I do, you know, things like that. But then there's the weird things that people could tell you, like Kelly Clarkson recently came out about being a chip licker. I would like to know that up front. Also, are you a double dipper? Do you wear headgear at night? Do you have stinky feet? That's that's a deal breaker for me. Also, be upfront. Does your breath stink? Are you the fork or the spoon? Are you dirty? Or if that person says, I'm looking for somebody to do everything for me, including paying my bills. When I was younger, this is what I would have used hardballing a date. Will you pay for everything for me and give me an allowance so I don't have to work? And then there's the people that are going to say, I sleep in butt flap onesies. So what? I also save all my toenail clippings. And you can be like, wow, my friend needs me right now. I got to go. Seriously, I kind of like the hardballing thing. I'd like to know all this stuff up front so you don't get too far in the relationship and find out the person hangs the toilet paper the wrong way or brushes their teeth in the shower or has 10 kids by 10 other women or maybe wants to wear your clothes when you're not at home. Not that there's anything wrong with that. This is kind of cool. So to help cope with some stress from traveling during the holidays, LAX Airport brought in some little furry friends. They launched this program. It's the LAX Pup Program. Pets unstressing passengers for, you know, traveling. A lot of people have traveled over the Christmas holiday. Do you remember running to your next terminal, being sweaty and out of breath, and you're just so stressed out? Can you imagine a puppy sitting there? Oh, no, 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 no. Stress does no longer exist. Am I right? Am I right? If you would have come across a little puppy dressed in a little Christmas outfit, would you be stressed? Probably not. They wore these festive outfits and they greeted guests in the terminals. Their handlers walked them around to provide comfort and also give airport information. Not a bad idea. Now, I think we could take this a little further. Maybe we could start this in Rapid City. Babies. Because babies make you smile too. But Put a puppy... And a baby. Single moms, that's what that could be your job. You, you hang out at airports with your baby and just kind of, you know, you could have one of those leashes put on them. Maybe a little playpen. Put a little playpen there. Put your baby in it. Or the real young ones, put them in a boppy. And single moms, solving world problems. A lot of people can't afford child care. Take your child with you to work. Your child is your work. They call this the LAX Pup Program. We can call ours the RAP BDP, Babies Distressing Passengers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just thinking about it, aren't you smiling?
move over humans because dogs have a new best friend. Well, this dog does. It's a goat. There's a dog that was seen running around with a goat. And people are like, what is going on? So they called authorities. They picked it up. They're holding them to find out who the owners are. They think that maybe these two came from the same farm and they're companions. No, then this brought the question to me. What is the purpose of having goats? I had to Google it. Milk and meat. I mean, have you ever eaten goat meat? Oh, that's so gross. Or would it taste like a lamb? Because they are kind of, they sound the same, kind of. Maybe they taste the same too. Then it says on here, goats are very social animals. And they're friendly to race. They also eat like anything. They'll eat like tin cans and everything. Gosh, can you imagine eating a tin can? That would hurt. And then I came across this fact about goats. Some are raised and shaved and used to make yarn. Wow. Do you have any goat sweaters in your closet? Did you get any fresh woven goat socks for Christmas? And it doesn't say anything here about goats being friends with dogs. So I think these two kind of fell in love and they're like, well, we're just going to run away together so we can just do what we want. They can just run away and live off the land together. They got milk. They got yarn to stay warm. Can you see the goat like knitting the dog a sweater? This is a lesson here that you can fall in love with anybody you want. I'm not telling you to go fall in love with a goat, but I mean a dog can. You know, all these researchers out there get to do all these cool research studies. I want to be a part of these studies. (laughs) Well, I do and I don't, especially with this one because it involves working out. But I do need to bring that into my life again. It seems like the more you move, the more alcohol you consume. So 40,000 Americans who regularly completed like aerobic style workouts, they were tested. And apparently they found the fittest men and women tend to drink more alcohol. And I know why. I have the reason for this and I'll tell you in a second. So they found that this trend was among people that were heavy drinkers, men who drink more than 15 alcoholic drinks a week. The researchers were stumped by the results, I guess, because fit people, you know, they're not likely to smoke cigarettes or eat fast food, but drinking What's worse, drinking or fast food? The scientists are saying that there's a similarity when it comes to exercise and drinking. I guess it's like a reward center in the brain. It lights up. They want to keep that high going when they get home by chugging four beers. (laughs) Oh my gosh, doesn't that just like knock out all those calories you just burned? You're just like putting them back in. I guess if you're already at your goal, your goal weight, your fitness goal... I guess you can go home and chug those four beers. See, I think people are drinking these beers because their body is in so much pain. You got to numb those aches and pains. You get home from taking a boot camp class or a spin class and you're like, somebody give me a shot of tequila. Spanx. Spanx. (laughs) Spanx aren't too fun. And we're not talking about the Spanx on the bottom. Okay, we're talking about... Spanks that you put on to make yourself look better. And I've tried these, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. But Kim Kardashian, she's expanding her spanks. She calls them Skims Shapewear. It's the Skims Shapewear line. Debuted on her website. It's like it's described as a second skin. For me, it doesn't feel like a second skin. For me, it feels like it's demolishing my organs. 
So how does Kim Kardashian take something like the Spank, or Slim, sorry, Kim Slims, and actually make it look good when she puts them on? Because that's not how it turned out for me. I can put on Spanx, and it just it just moves the fat somewhere else. And so they don't really work that well for me. Putting them on, you almost need to re-shower because you're sweaty, because they're so hard to put on. You're, you're telling yourself, this is going to be worth it. This is going to be worth it. You put them on. You put your clothes on over them. You walk over to the mirror thinking you're going to look like Jennifer Lopez. But no, it looks like you're hiding something under your dress. <laughs> like you can see where the spanks end on my legs. <laughs> and if you've ever bought the wrong kind, you, you get them on. All that work to get them on. And then they slowly start rolling, like rolling up like a hot dog up your leg or down your stomach. That's not helping me. God forbid you make any sudden movements and it starts rolling. There's got to be a better way. And you also can't breathe with them on either. And Lord of mercy, if you're going out to dinner, you go to sit down and just boomerangs you back up. And another thing, it's kind of hard to walk in them if they're too tight. They also might make a swishing sound if your thighs rub together. And if those thighs decide to rub a hole in those skims and it breaks open, all I have to say, can of biscuits. Thinning hair. It's an epidemic. Man, I'm even going through it. Like, I I lost a bunch of weight last year, and my my hair started falling out, and I started freaking out about it. So then I started eating bad again. (laughs) But I guess that might not have been the right thing to do. I also started, like, looking into supplements and things like that. So I took a, a hair supplement, and I also found out that pumpkin seed oil is good for your hair. And a lot of people have been saying that my hair is shiny lately, and I've been taking that for about four months. So I think that might be helping my hair out. Yeah, so I'm just doing all kinds of stuff. But... If you suffer from thinning hair or hair loss, what you eat could be causing it as well. I might have some bad news for you if you like junk food, greasy food, also sugary food can cause you to to lose some hair. So limiting your daily alcohol as well. I guess alcohol dehydrates your hair, also lowers the zinc levels in your body. See, I have like this pill case. I'm I'm like <laughs> like that older people have for their medication and I keep all my vitamins in there and I religiously take my vitamins every day and that has seemed to help me the most. I have a ton of hair growing back and also what you clean your hair with. There's some products that you can use that help you with that too. I can let you know all the vitamins I take and all of that stuff if you want me to. Just let me know. But why can't like pizza and french fries help your hair grow more? See, that would solve the epidemic right there. I think God got things a little wrong, too. Women are growing hair on their upper lip and in between their eyebrows. God, why couldn't you have put that extra hair on our heads? Or the the leg hair. Move that to our heads. Come on, help us out, man. It is so strange how far we've come in this world with what can make you famous. There is a guy. I don't know if you're following this guy on Instagram. His name is Simon Curtis. He's a he's a musician, an actor, I think all of them, artist, model, all of them. He bought a thing of lettuce from the grocery store. He took it home, started cleaning it, getting it ready to eat, and turns out there was a frog inside the container of lettuce. He was going to let it outside, let it free into nature. 
But it was only 27 degrees out. And a frog can't survive in those temperatures. So he decided to keep it. And if you follow him on Instagram and go through the timeline, there's there's parts where he's like, should I just let it go? Should I keep it? Should I let it go? And finally, he bought an aquarium. He keeps it in. He's got like a log in there. He's got a few big giant pieces of lettuce. And the thing keeps escaping too. Like it gets out. He found it in his shower. There's a video of it in the shower. But he decided to keep the frog and name it Tony. And it's funny because in some of his posts, if you look at it, he's all about the frog butt. He'll he'll say, look at his little frog butt. And like, this guy is just gets weirder and weirder. And then while I'm thinking that, I'm like, I've been watching this for days. Who's the weird one here? And another thought that I've had, I know I'm not the only one that gets lazy and doesn't rinse fruits and vegetables. Like sometimes I'll just be like, "Ah, I'm just going to eat it. (laughs) Yeah, that's never happening again. I am Florida man. And I'm Florida woman. I guess this is one way to try and smuggle drugs, but something tells me that this has probably been done before. I mean, I don't see how it couldn't. There's a Florida man. Police say they found baggies of cocaine and meth strapped to his manhood during a traffic stop. They say that this guy was in his car, stopped by deputies, the vehicle was searched, and then the man was searched. (laughs) And they found two baggies strapped to his manhood with one containing cocaine and the other meth. Of course he denied it. He denied the narcotics and a weapon found in his vehicle were his before he was arrested. But seriously, you strap the drugs to your berries and then they're not yours? How did they get there then, man? Let's see. Let's think of a story of how they got there since they weren't yours. You tripped and fell and they just got stuck there? You were walking through the weeds and they got stuck to you like one of those little stickers that get stuck to your socks when you're hiking. You just woke up and they were there. Like somebody broke into your house, strapped some jugs to Mr. and Mrs. Jingles, and then you get pulled over. Oh man, what what bad luck you have. Every year there's some kind of cool gift. It's always like the gift of the year. This year, they're saying that clothing and jewelry were on a lot of people's Christmas list this year. Or at least that's what they received on Christmas Day. Sales of clothing items, they climbed a staggering 47.3% from November 1st to December 24th. And then sales of jewelry rose 32% over the same period of time. Yeah, that's crazy. I got a pinky ring that I haven't taken off since I opened it. And then I got a, a necklace that my cousin's daughter made. She made a bunch of jewelry for all the women in the family. So, and I haven't taken that off either. So, yeah, big hit on the jewels. We've come a long way since the Squatty Potty. You remember when the Squatty Potty was the gift of the year? When that came out, I bought everybody one. It was like 25 bucks. Everybody got a Squatty Potty, and they still use them. When I go to their homes, there's the Squatty Potty. I wonder what some other cool gifts were this year that people got. Like... What's like the the hidden cool gift? You know what? Some kids in my family got this floating ball for Christmas, and I kind of wanted one. I guess it was like 45 bucks, and it was super cool. 
it's got like a fan in the middle of it. I can't really explain what it looks like, but it sounds like it has a fan in it. You shake it and the fan starts and you lightly toss the ball in the air and it like floats. It's super crazy. And we almost broke a ton of things in my aunt's house on Christmas Eve, but they are so fun and they light up. You can throw them in the dark. It's pretty neat. You can get them on Amazon. I don't know what they're called, but now I'm just reminded that I kind of want one. But 45 bucks for that little plastic thing. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. What's something really cool that you bought for people this year or maybe you received as a gift? Naughty, naughty Alexa. Man, Amazon said it's made some changes to Alexa. Alexa, you know, went to time out for a little bit after she told a young girl to stick a penny in a wall socket. Now, here's what happened according to the girl's mother. She's 10 years old, by the way. She said she asked the Alexa to, you know, tell me a challenge to do. And then Alexa answered, here's something I found on the web. The challenge is simple. Plug in a phone charger about halfway into a wall socket, then touch a penny to the exposed prongs. (laughs) Did she do it? Fortunately, the girl knew better than to go along with this challenge. Amazon quickly followed up and said it took swift action to fix the error. Well, thank goodness this girl might not be with us today or she might have like a troll looking hairstyle. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't be asking Alexa for any challenges or any advice at all. Let's just ask her to turn the lights on, turn the music on, and we'll just keep it at that. Because if you're following her challenge advice of sticking a penny in a light socket, you might be turning the lights on just walking in the room. I saw a commercial the other day that Wendy's was changing their french fries. And Wendy's happened to be my favorite french fries because they're soggy. Now, this isn't the first. You've probably heard that. I think they're better than McDonald's. Now, don't hate me for saying that because I'm not alone. And if I do have to eat McDonald's french fries, I will search through that carton to find soggy ones. And I won't eat the crispy ones. I know other people feel the same way. My five-year-old son even thinks Wendy's french fries are better. I'm not a crispy french fry person. I like that they're soggy. And I saw that their commercial said they're now making crispy french fries. So I'm not pleased about this at all. I think this is horrible news. I think this was a horrible idea. Did they get like a a new CEO that likes crispy french fries? So I'm going to go and try the new Wendy's french fries and I'll report back on it. But I don't think I'm going to like them. If they're not falling apart in my mouth, if I can't eat them without teeth in, then I'm probably not going to like them. Oh, man, this is so frustrating. Who's with me? Do you love the soggy french fries too? Believe it or not, Adam Sandler has been declared 2021's fashion icon by Vogue magazine. Yeah. Like, does Adam Sandler's mom work for Vogue magazine? Possibly. (laughs) According to Vogue magazine... Adam Sandler's schlub look of XXL shorts and t-shirts accents his comfortable style. Wow. As a matter of fact, Adam Sandler's outfits, they were the most searched fashion choice this year. We need to talk, guys. We really need to talk. This is kind of like a beach bum look. 
These are the clothes that you put on after a long, hard days of work. Like, you come home and you put on the big shorts and the T-shirts. This is what Adam Sandler wears to go out into public. And now other people are starting to follow. If I were to see you out in public wearing this, I'd be like, so, yard work day? I think we need to have a sit down. Because I don't find this look very attractive, and I'm sure many other women don't either. So picture this, like, the most popular looks for women right now are the like the bell-bottom pants and the the crop top shirts and those cowboy hats so imagine that look standing next to adam sandler's look does that match i don't think so i think we need to rethink this guys come on 2022 is just around the corner we need to turn over a new leaf i got some scary data for you here nearly one in ten mothers do not know who fathered their child. <laughs> Surprise, new poll in the UK. They didn't know this was coming. Well, the question about paternal identity was included in a broader survey about lying. They surveyed a thousand British mums and they found that 7.8% admitted to lying over the biological lineage of their child. Ouch. Ooh, wow. Might want to get that DNA test. Just saying. you know, that's not bad, but it gets worse. Australians, Who's Your Daddy? It's a documentary series. This was released back in 2014. Their reports, 30% of moms don't know who the father is. Wow. See, everybody's good looking in Australia, so, you know, they have those slip-up moments. And you know what? We're pretty good looking out here in the Black Hills as well, so New Year's Eve, if you're out there and you meet that special somebody and yada, yada, yada happens... Maybe take a little snoop in the old wallet before you do the walk of shame while they're still sleeping. Find out who that name is. Maybe jot down the address as well. It's a feel-good moment. Clayton, he's eight years old, and he's getting praise from all over the country for finding an elderly man who had fallen in the snow, and then he couldn't get up. He got his parents to help him. Then they made him a cup of hot chocolate. And the man was checked out by paramedics and decided not to go to the hospital. I asked the man if he was okay. It seemed like he was hurt. Couldn't get up. He couldn't walk. He had no strength at all. Looked like he'd been down there for at least 20 minutes because he was totally covered in snow. Me and my wife, and we brought him to the stairs. We sat him down the stairs, and Clayton went in and got some blankets, brought the blankets out to us. We put them around him. Clayton made him some hot chocolate so he'd get a little warm till the ambulance got here. I'm very proud of him. He's awesome. We're all proud of him. That man is somebody's brother, somebody's father, somebody's grandfather. And because of this eight-year-old Clayton, he gets to spend a few more years with his family. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.